Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, if you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Word of God is living and effective, able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Jesus had spoken, a Pharisee invited him to dine at his home. He entered and reclined at the table to eat. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not observe the prescribed washings before the meal. The Lord said to him, O you Pharisees, Although you cleanse the outside of the cups and dishes, inside you are filled with plunder and evil, you fools. Did not the maker of the outside also make the inside? But as to what it is within, give alms to the poor, and behold, everything will be clean for you. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think the word that Jesus used for fools is raka. It's, it's, it's an Aramaic word. Because you imagine being called by, by Jesus a fool. Basically, he's saying you're fools and you're hypocrites. Because they were watching Jesus because he didn't do all the right ritual washings of the cups, of his hands, maybe of his feet, before he sat down to, to eat. But the idea of the Pharisee trying to get Jesus on the spot. And, and what did the, the scripture say to us from Hebrews, the phrase before the gospel? The word of, the, of God is living and effective, able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. We have no secrets from God. We can go to Mass, we can pray, we can stand in front of the statues and ask for intercession, but if we don't live the gospel outside, not effective. 
And Jesus said, was basically saying that himself to, to the Pharisees. You're worried about cleaning dishes and hands. What's, what's, what's going on in your hearts? And if you want your hearts clean, as you want your hands and your dishes clean, give, poor, give to the poor. That was one mission, give to the poor. And of course, Jesus has a whole slew of ways we can cleanse ourselves. Forgiveness of others, charity of course, love continuously. Today we commemorate St. Therese of Avila. Having been in Rome often, I love Rome, in the church, I think of Santa Susana, maybe forget the name of the church, there is Bernini's sculpture. If you go online, I want you to Google that. Bernini's sculpture of St. Therese in ecstasy. It is breathtaking. Bernini was a 17th century Baroque artist. He designed most of what we know as the Vatican, the St. Peter's Basilica. And he had a lot of sculpture around Rome during the, the post-Reformation time and the time that was in which the church was trying to revive its spirituality, which has a lot to do with St. Therese. And this sculpture depicts St. Therese, who was able to pray and have an ecstatic experience to God, that often when she's in prayer, her body would rise up because she was so enraptured by God. And this sculpture, it's on the side altar of the, this church, shows the moment in which she is swooning, passing out, and an angel of God is getting a arrow, a golden arrow, and piercing her heart with it. It's all spiritual, not a real arrow. And she is swooning, and the symbolism is God's love so intensely being sent to Therese because she prepared her heart for it. That's important so intensely hitting Therese that she's swooning and she's in ecstasy. And she literally sometimes rose off the ground when she was in these prayers. St. Therese, uh, 1500s, 16th century, uh, Avila from Spain. She was a part of a community and her father had put her into the community to learn and all, all the polite things of, of a, a, a well-to-do woman during those days. And the community just didn't hold it together. It didn't reflect the kind of spirituality that she thought they should have as, as a community of nuns. This is during the period of the Reformation. So the whole Western world is up in arms about Luther and Zwingli and all of the reformers. The church is under siege because of its many, many, many mistakes and errors from the top to the bottom. People like uh, Peter, the hermit, the, the preacher, would, would try to sell indulgences to make money to build St. Peter's Church that we know stands now. So there were a lot of reformers who had a lot to argue about and complain about, and they were authentic. There were good reasons. And there were a lot of Christians, faithful Christians, and Therese is one of them, who sought more of Christ in the world. And her prayers were to Christ for reformers, for, for the, the clergy, for the people of, of the church that was undergoing this great uh, Reformation explosion. 
that hurt many people in the church, that tore so many of the churches apart, literally and figuratively breaking off some of the branches of Roman Catholicism. The Lutherans were created and the, the Presbyterians were created and all those different European cities, some of them the Anglicans included, some being taken over by the government, Henry VIII, for instance. So she knew all of this and she's in prayer and she's living in a convent that just wasn't meeting its expectations. It was supposed to be a cloistered convent, a convent focused on prayer. People would visit, people would come, and people would go and give gifts and be honored. And it was very secular. Not that that stuff isn't good in itself, but for this convent, it wasn't appropriate. She appealed to the Pope to start, I mean, there's a lot of steps along the way, but she appealed to the Pope to start a different order a more radically humble order. And the order was eventually called the Discalce Carmelites. It's a Carmelite order of severe prayer. Severe meaning sacrificial prayer, acceptance of sacrificial prayer. And in the course of her founding many convents, she meets a man who becomes a great saint as well, St. John of the Cross. And they both reflect an attitude of great mysticism, great connection to Christ, an attitude of oneness with God. And in this 20th century, she was declared a doctor of the church, a woman doctor of the church, 400 years after her death, but they, they finally opened their eyes, the church did, and realized that her, her writings were so spiritual, so connected to Christ, and, and so mystical that indeed, she and her prayers and her teachings have affected a lot of the teaching that we have as, as a church uh, and our appreciation of prayer and spirituality. See, we come to Mass, but Mass isn't the only prayer, the most important prayer, because it's the uni unity of us with Christ through his holy body. But prayer has to be in, in our lives every day. And it, you don't have to pray for intentions. Like I'm praying for a peaceful death of, of Carol, a friend of ours. I, I'm praying for the repose of the soul of, of Mr. Landalfi, who passed away this week after a long illness. We can pray for those people that we need to remember in prayer. We can pray for your own needs, our own needs presented to God. I, want, I need this, I need this, I want more direction. But as many aspects of prayer as there are, and I think it was St. Teresa said it, when you pray to God, you're honoring him. You're, you're, you're praising him. Even though your prayer might be one of petition, you're giving God honor. If you pray for the man on the street that you don't even know, if you pray for uh, poverty and, and, and those who are poor and hungry, you're giving honor to God. We can be sympathetic toward the people around us, People who are ill, people who are dying, people who have died, the families of, of those to be consoled. We can pray for all those intentions, which sometimes to a non-believer is like wishing them good luck. We don't wish people good luck. We pray for them, which means we get them and we put them in the presence of God. And, and we, as baptized Christians, have the power to do that. Sometimes, I mean, people know I'm a priest and they'll say, Oh, oh, you have a special connection. No, I don't have a special connection. 
I have a special ministry, but so do each one of us have a ministry by our baptisms. Sometimes people who are non-Christian, they don't pray, they don't acknowledge prayer until they need it. And then they coordinate something that to a believer sounds like a prayer, but, but for them it might be a wish of good luck or we're thinking of you, uh, we'll keep you in our thoughts, that kind of stuff, which is valid and good, but it's not prayer. It becomes prayer when we say, Jesus, let me keep this person in my thoughts. Please take care of her. Watch over the family. Beginning with the name of Jesus. And Paul refers to that in the Holy Scriptures today when, when he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. So when we get out there in the world, the world needs you and me to pray for it. Whether it's a government in another, another country, whether it's our own administrators, our own government, the world needs us. The more we bring the world into the presence of God, the more God can smile on the world and smile on you and me when we do that because we're, we're honoring him. We're not wishing anybody good luck. We don't do that. We wish them good prayer. We wish them Jesus because he's the healer. He's the one who answers the prayer. And as I've said before, we are honored to be Catholics and Christians who believe in Jesus Christ, who takes our prayer and presents it to the Father. What a connection you and I have. Our prayer goes directly to Jesus, and he presents it directly to the Father. And that makes us part of his holy family. As we pray for one another, as we honor St. Therese, the great mystic, and as we put ourselves before God, Maybe someday we'll rise off the ground in our prayer. Don't wait for it, but always pray. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you.
Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.